Oh, caught you drinking, Stan. Caught you drinking on camera. We oh, got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. What are you drinking there? It looks like high C. That's actually a little uh, bourbon and blackberry lemonade. Whoa, that is a fruity contraption for you on a Thursday night edition of the Sports Bar. Uh, changing it up tonight, going Thursday night. I don't think either one of us were were feeling it last night, uh, but we're uh, we're back tonight for a very special edition, a Buccaneers playoff edition. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Bucks to kick it off. Uh, we want to talk about some of the other playoff matches um, that we're going to see this weekend. It's one of my favorite weekends of football for sure. I already told Carly, like, listen. We can still talk this weekend, but right. eyes eyes aren't going to be on you. Eyes aren't going to be on you. In fact, uh, might have a, a little uh, outdoor party if you want to come by Saturday. And that's open to everyone, except uh, there's too many people watching. So, no, it's not open to everyone right now. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> until my address is out there. Uh, so, we'll talk about football. Um, watching is allowed to come. <laughs> let's let's break down the uh, Bolts schedule. And then I'll tell you all about my... Uh, first time at a Tampa Bay Raptors game or Toronto Raptors game. Sorry, Toronto Raptors game in Tampa. In Tampa so um, anyway, Stash Man, how are you? How was your week? I mean, it, you know, it's going, going. Yesterday was a rough day, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, but, you know, other than that, we're getting through it. Was kind of back to our normal routine here in the Stash household. Son back at school this week. Um the wife kind of back at a regular schedule, but then we skipped to Monday, so it was still really weird. It was, so I'm kind of a day behind, but you know, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for uh, the weekend. I'm ready for some playoffs. I'm ready because the Lightning has opened their training camp, and uh, I can't wait to hear about Shooty's experience at uh, Amelie because that looks like the only way we're going to be going to Amelie at all this year is uh, by going to Raptors games because we sure ain't going to be getting no tickets to lightning games us little ham and eggers here so uh yeah you can yeah. you can try you can try i've heard that they're they're putting lightning tickets on sale to the general public individual tickets on saturday morning so mm. i don't know like how many tickets are going to be left especially for that first game if you want to go on next wednesday night yeah. uh good luck <laughs> good luck unless you're ready to pay for it honestly i'm in a in the same boat as a lot of bolts fans where I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to watch the games this year. <laughs> I don't have Spectrum. I don't have traditional cable. And I haven't for eight years and never had a problem until this year. So uh, still trying to figure that part out. If anyone out there has uh, used NHL TV, I would like to get that because I love hockey. I'll watch other games too. Uh, but I have to see the Lightning games. And if you get NHL TV you don't get local games, which is ridiculous. Right. But I guess that's because the local rights are to Fox, who doesn't want anyone to see their games anymore. Um, or, you know, whatever. But uh, I'm trying to figure out if you can use a VPN uh, with NHL.TV. So that might be my little workaround this season. But I know a lot of people aren't interested in the cost of NHL.TV just to watch the Lightning. But listen, here's my that's my problem. That's why they're not making these deals. It's because people want cheaper and cheaper. And che oh, I want to watch for free. I want to watch for free. Well, fuck you. If you don't want to pay for it, then who's going to pay these contracts to get to get to negotiate these contracts and for these cable networks to be able to play, pay for their, I mean, it, you know what I'm saying? You can't be like, oh, I want to cut the cord and not pay for cable TV and then be like, oh man, 
how come I'm not being able to get my cable TV on my cutting my cord? You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, like run it down or anything. I'm just saying, like, this is kind of why it happens. Everyone's cutting the cord and now they can't get their cable rights in order. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not like, uh, I've just never really liked. Actually, I stopped getting cable because when I moved to this house that I'm in now, I had Spectrum uh, for a little bit and like, uh, I it couldn't it didn't work like it nothing stayed connected at all like my TV was aw- awful uh, my internet was always dropping and that's why I remember I used to have Direct TV that's why I was like screw this I'm getting Direct TV but anyway um, you know a Fox you Sports Go over the years yeah so I mean, yeah I, it, I get it don't get me wrong I've switched back and forth I've I contemplated cutting the cord but this is one of the main reasons why I didn't you know what I mean. And that's one of the yeah. reasons I'm with Spectrum now and have been for the last couple of years is because, you know, uh, it just, in my neighborhood, we get the package. It kind of comes with our HOA anyways, but it actually works very, pretty well for us. A lot of people complain, but I've had a couple of texts come out. They figured out I had some loss in my coax, blah, 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 whatever. And they, they did some things to, to, to fix it. Since then, I've been, I've been primo. You know what I mean? So. I understand yeah. there's a lot of frustrated people out there. I'm not trying to be, you know, apathetic or whatever. I'm just saying this is what technology gets you. It's, I mean, there's always been uh, contract negotiations and blah, blah, blah. But basically, ever since we started seeing these companies trying to kind of like strong arm the networks or the, the providers starting to try and strong arm the networks, this is when we're starting to see more and more of these disputes and losing channels and whatnot. So yeah, they usually figure it out like at the final hour, but it doesn't sound cause I tweeted at Fox sports and they responded. It doesn't sound like they're trying <laughs> like, cause I, so I've done Hulu and YouTube TV over the last two years and really haven't had any problems cause they carry Fox and that's where you right. get your local sports, but not this year. Hey, Steve saying you gotta, gotta crank up that mic buddy. All right. I'm lying to me, so I'm lying to me. me down here. Hey, everyone. I see Evan out there. Evan, I sent you the link. I know you were talking about uh, joining on, and uh, let me put it out there. I mean, pretty pretty open show. We weren't even you know, possibly going to do a show this week. So if anyone wants to jump on, StreamYard link is there. And if anyone like, just doesn't want to be on camera, I know sometimes people just don't feel like being on camera, you don't have to. You, you can leave the camera off. Um, but you know, we want to see your ugly face, too. You, you can see ours. <laughs> so... All right. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves with the bolts talk. Yeah, we'll yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about um, you know my solution, the solution that I have suggested to Fox Sports Go. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Let's talk about the Buccaneers. I, I was really, really happy. And and for anyone that doesn't know this, I don't know if people like really know like our history about like you know our, our sports and where we grew up. I didn't grow up a Bucks fan. I didn't live here, um, so I didn't really have a reason to watch the bucks i never really even knew about the bucks that much until i moved down here um but you know since i moved here and kind of really started to like the team and especially like they were so good back then when i moved here like super bowl era and i got to watch them win the super bowl um i did become a a really big bucks fan so i was really happy to see them make the playoffs again i was at the last game uh, that they were in the playoffs where they lost to the Giants, who went on to win the Super Bowl that year in 2007. So um, just thrilled that they made it. And we know that, you know, we've had that news for a couple weeks now. But now we know who they play. Um, and actually, as you, uh, as a big NFC East guy, um, who are you kind of 
rooting for the Bucks to play because it came down to it could have been the Giants and it could have been uh, who they are playing the Washington football team. Uh, I wanted Washington. I guess a lot of other Bucks fans wanted the Giants, but I don't know if they remember the Giants almost beat the Bucks earlier this season. Yeah, I mean, back, you know, what, a couple weeks ago or going into that last week, it could have been any of those. It could have been even the Cowboys. And a lot of fans were actually saying they wanted the Cowboys, um, which going into that last week I thought was kind of silly. But then you saw they just went shit to bed anyways, like they've been doing all season. So um, I people are saying they don't want to play Washington because of their defense. Uh, that makes sense. Their their pass defense is, is really good. Um, they, you know, that they got that. Young Chase Young is really good rookie. He, they're playing the lights out. I'm just sorry. I don't know how you could be scared of a team coming out of that division. You know what I mean? They played oh, yeah. six game. They played six games against NFC East teams, and they were seven and nine, and they didn't even win all those games. So, I I'm like I just don't see how all these stats about their defense and this. I don't care who did they played weak 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 opponents all like they you know what i mean so well yeah as long as you don't get too caught up in your own thing as the bucks and what they're like just don't believe your own hype too much come out and keep doing what you've been doing and you know what let's give ronald jones the ball a little bit more you know just to start just to start the game because they're you know their run defense isn't all that great so yeah it's a pass rush the opportunity so, pass rush is what they're full pass them. rushers yeah absolutely so if you can get the ball if you can start starting the ball getting the ball excuse me north and south especially with ronald jones and the way he's running right now i mean they were one of the i think the second to last team in rush attempts this season and he averaged five yards a carry and almost got a thousand yards and they they rushed the ball second least in the in the league so the guy's running his ass off and it's not like the other guys in the backfield haven't been uh, contributing so yeah and he's fresh he's like he's so when you saw him. him get some carries last game like oh, he, he looked he good so he was looking yeah. more on lynch like almost out there man and he doesn't even have whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's gonna have to break like, a couple I more tackles like. for that i said like marshawn lynch <laughs> so i said like yeah so i thought um i, I wanted the redskins or i it's so hard to not say the Redskins still. WFA. Joe Buck said it after they clinched. I don't know if yeah. you watched uh, that game. Or not Joe Buck. It was Collinsworth, right? It was Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Collinsworth said uh, Washington Redskins have made the playoffs. Uh, that's actually my where I grew up is the Washington, D.C. area. So my first NFL game was going to Redskins game. I don't give a shit oh, if they're for, about the Redskins, though. Um, so... I used to actually go to, I don't know if I've even told you this before. We probably talked about it before in the past, but like, well, I remember one of the first NFL games I went to, my dad brought me to, I was in the end zone of RFK stadium. Uh, it was a Monday night game against the, uh, the Cowboys, early nineties, Redskins, Cowboys oh. in the snow. <laughs> it was awesome. And when you're a kid, you don't feel the cold. So it was oh, like, you know, brother, I was loving yeah. it, even though I, barely knew anything about football back then because i must have been like maybe middle school maybe um anyway back to the bucks like 13 years there and i think the worry was yeah definitely that that defensive line because i think the um that's the bucks you know biggest weakness their achilles heels got to be the offensive line who, which by the way is not that bad but one of the best offensive lines yeah in football. they give up the fewest sacks the fewest hits 
uh, it's very impressive when you actually look back at their stats this season. But if you look at the teams that they've lost to, they've lost to teams that have powerhouse defensive lines. Now, Washington does not have a powerhouse defensive line. That's the difference. And if you look at a team like New Orleans, which you don't really think of their defensive line, you think of, you know, um, Cam Jordan is is a good player. We uh, we hate his guts, but he's a good player. Uh, but, you know, their defensive line and defense as a whole is is really good. So I, I like the matchup for the Bucs. I think it's the best case scenario with not winning the division, uh, playing against a crappy team in the first round. Um, it sucks that they have to travel for it. But, you know, I think Brady and these boys are going to be up for the task to beat a 7-9 yeah. <laughs> uh, Washington football team. I'll tell you right now, I think the biggest X factor here, though, is Alex Smith. Okay, because the guy is good and the guy is coming back. I mean, there was a, an article earlier out there. Uh, people were talking about they need to rename the comeback player of the war, year award, the Alex Smith Award. And I 110 million percent agree that guy needs to be known. You know what I'm saying? For what he's done. Sure. Yeah. He's got to win it. Right. And, and yeah. And like I said, they need to name the award after him from now on. But. Uh, maybe it's no, not so, a bad idea uh, that's I mean. like someone else brought it up and I, I it's not my idea but i think it's the best idea i've heard in a long time but um but that being said the bucks have given up i think they were like tied for the second to worst uh passing completion percentage for their on the defensive side of the ball and it's not like they don't have some weapons and they do like to throw the ball more than they like to run the ball so that okay. i think that's the number one x factor is if the defense can make some plays early on and give the offense a chance to kind of, kind of, you know, maybe run the ball, maybe you know, get some points on the board and and put a, a little bit of a gap in between them, because I, I you're not going to be able to keep them out of the end zone all night. I don't think so throughout the whole game that they're a good enough passing def- or passing offense, and that secondary is not awesome. You know, yeah, defensive line for the Bucks is you know, JPP's got to start getting after it again. He's been kind of quiet the last couple of games. Shaq was out, so Shaq's gonna be back. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, yeah. the biggest thing that hurts is probably Devin White being out. But I always think that Kevin Minter, who's been here like what three years, mm-hmm. I think whenever he has to like step up, like he steps up, yeah. like the guy's solid, he's a solid vet. So, um, you know, hey, depth is what you need this time of year. So, uh, the, the bull or the, the Bucks are going into this pretty healthy. Really? Uh, obviously, the whole Mike Evans thing we didn't really bring up yet no, kind of sucks. It sounds. I mean, it sounds somewhat positive, right? I mean, he's it, playing for sure. It sounds like playing is there. There's no structural damage, so yeah. And if there's one position that you could afford to lose one of your top players, hey, how you guys like AB now? AB, I know right? a lot of people were belly aching about AB a couple, you know, weeks ago when they signed him, but. You know what? AB's looking really good in pewter and red right now, um, especially with Mike Evans maybe not available for uh, playoff round one, although it sounds like he practices today and sounds like he'll play, but hyperextended knee can't be 100% for sure for probably a couple yeah. weeks here. Here's a question from Ryan. Yeah. Do we think uh, Todd Bowles is going to go to Atlanta? I saw that. He's uh, getting an interview with Atlanta. I think if Atlanta wants to hire him, he, he will go to Atlanta. Uh, I think he wants to be a head coach again for sure. I don't know, man. I don't know. That place is a freaking dumpster fire. Like, do you want to – do you really want to go there t- next year or do you want to, like, write it out one more season here while you still have Brady? Maybe – especially if they go deep, win the Super Bowl, 
I think that's the biggest factor. Like, I, I think you sit here and maybe try and run this defense one more season, tune it up and really put on a show and see if you have a little bit better options next season. I, well, you know, Atlanta's one thing. Like, from what I understand, Atlanta's in a lot of cap hell and right. obviously not that talented. What if it was like the Chargers? What if it was like one of these other teams? I think the Chargers no. is a good landing spot. I, with I They've got the quarterback. They've right. got other players. They've got a, a young defense. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe a team like that. Cam Makers too. Yeah. Uh, Although you know who's interviewing with with the Chargers, your boy. Who's that? JG. Oh, JG. Yeah, I know. Uh, I I think I think that's pretty likely to be honest with you. Uh, it's probably right. Yeah, I, he'll I, get a job I, this this offseason for sure. I don't think there's a chance he doesn't. So yeah, I mean, I. I I think Bulls, if he can get the Atlanta job, he'll take it. But, you know, I guess that depends. If he's got other options, then, uh, you know, you'll see what happens with him. But, you know, I, I would imagine a guy like that is going to be sought after because he's got the experience. He's had a good year with this defense. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, but that's like the Jets 2.0 to me. Like, why? you know what I mean? Like, you're going to another situation where you're almost you're, – you're not put in a situation for a lot of high percentage of success. You know what I mean? He's got a, they got a good offense, and he can fix the defense. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a fit. I just always wonder, like, um, that the whole, like, Rooney rule. Is, is he just getting interviewed as a formality to check that right. box? I think that right. rule, while it is important that they have something like that, I think it's such crap. Because, yeah. you know, if if a team knows who they're going to get, like, they're just bringing in a guy like this maybe just to, again, like, check the box which is ridiculous. Yeah, but then, you know, the other side of that coin is that they say that it still is important to interview for these jobs and get the experience sitting in front of these GMs and these owners. Even if you know you weren't going to get the job, just going and getting an experience to talk to the other guys that are also maybe getting interviewed, like not to say you're not there, like lined up, like in a movie or something, but like you're still kind of maybe feeling out the process or whatever. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's good experience, yeah. and that's what they say. True, they say. I, I maybe not for bulls, but like the guys who I, have I, not I, been there personally. But right, you know, that's that's what they say. The flip side of it is yes, because that's always been my my question about it too. It's like I like the I like the rule. Does it need to be amended a little bit? I think so. Uh, and also, you know, I think that you got to look at the lower levels of coaching uh, if you really want to change the the shade, if you will, or the tone of the higher levels of coaching you know what i mean um so so yeah you know it, 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 it it's a good thing it's a bad thing it has its pros and cons uh i don't think there's a lack of diversity really and in, and in, in if you really look at i mean they say look if you look at the players to the coaches and all but head coaches there is there's, i mean yeah i don't know it's, there, it's there's hard. less african-american head coaches i think there's you you see a lot of african-american like you know, uh, positional coaches and stuff like that. But why aren't they head coaches? Anyway, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm going to start talking about yesterday. <laughs> uh, right, well, while those guys are former players, though, that just become, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Well, just, True. But, yeah. You know, Chase X Young, is in right? the house. Chase Young. Chase Young, like, you know, you, know, you, sh you shouldn't taunt the goat. <laughs> you shouldn't taunt the goat. If there's one thing he should know by now, it's that, right? I mean, he's been. And I don't care what uniform he's wearing. Yeah. You just don't. You don't give him a target, bro. Like, he doesn't need it. Don't give it to him. 
I'm going to try to backpedal, right? It's all like, like he tried to kind of backpedal. We can't take the gas off that fire, bro. Come on now. It's already lit. That fire's lit. Oh, yeah. Burning. Pyre. It's it's there. The sail, the ship, the ship is, uh, the, ma- the the sails are down on the magical flying pirate ship. Uh, they're ready to go, dude. Is is Atlanta the worst job, or is it Houston, or is it the Jets? It's it's <laughs> there's some really bad jobs available right now. Um, Houston isn't the worst, except for evidently there's rumors Deshaun Watson wants out. Yeah, you know why? Um, the owner told Deshaun Watson that uh, they were going to kind of bring him in, in on the process to hire the GM and the coach, and then they go and hire a GM without consulting with them. He's like, yeah. "What the hell, man?" I'm out. Uh, yeah, I'd be out too. But yeah, I don't know. There, there's a few questionable jobs, but I still think right now Atlanta is the worst job. Because I mean, I like Matt Ryan, but yeah, the Matt Ryan era. I, I can almost guarantee you the Matt Ryan era is going to end with a new coach. Maybe not this year, but next year, because new coaches like to bring in their guy. It, like maybe they draft someone now and, and let ryan play one more year i want to see what julio jones does because you know he's been hurt i would like them to trade jones. julio jones to somewhere in the west coast afc <laughs> arena wet socks for him that'd be great yeah and that reminds you of the the whole thing with like the sean watson trade is like when you're a valuable quarterback like that a pro bowl quarterback um you know like he's gonna get traded for what like a couple first round picks like you're basically going to mortgage the team's future to get yourself. So right. it's like it's not a it's not a good situation for him. But I I don't think Houston is either right now. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, what? So this Washington football team matchup up in Washington. Uh, you got anything else on it? I mean, to me, I, I think the Bucks win this game. I think everyone's thinking that. I'm hoping the Bucks aren't like overplaying it and looking forward to trying to figure out who they're going to play next week because you never know what's going to happen any given uh, Sunday or Saturday night. And that's the other thing that nobody's brought up is you guys realize the Bucks not so great on primetime football games. Yeah. <laughs> that worries me. But yeah. I, I still feel like they put it – all together, like you can go back to one of our first episodes when we started in December. I told you, like, I want to see a team going like this into the playoffs. That's yeah. hot teams, and right now, that's the Bucks. Um, they're one of the hottest teams right now in the league. So, yeah, they've really like, started to put it together. That's how I was going to have kind of wrap up this segment is just to say, you know, the fact is this okay, the Bucks are a good team, they deserve to be in the playoffs. They're they are a very good football team. Washington is not a good football team. That's that's all there is to it. They're not a good team. They have good stats. They played some very bad teams. They're not a good team. They wouldn't even be sniffing the jocks of the guys that were backup wild card teams if it wasn't for the division championship makes the playoff rule. Right? Like there shouldn't even be a champion in the NFC East. This season. I know it should be. They should just sub you in the Dolphins. Have a winning record, you shouldn't be able to say there's a champion of your division. They should just make it an extra wild card, if you ask me. But that's not the topic right now. I'm thinking it's going to be like 33 to 36 to 17. That's my that's my prediction. I thought that was your bra size. Oh wow! I don't even. You don't even know what bra sizes mean. That's <laughs> not even a bra size, but whatever. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> That shows that I'm still a virgin. <laughs> You've just been married too long. 
<laughs> Your wife Maybe. just wears sports bras all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Bucks are in, but what about some of these other matches? Um, always, usually this is the the best weekend so, of playoff football. There's some really good matchups. This is definitely the least of the matchups, if you ask me. Uh, and maybe well, let me, let me pull it up. I've got a, I've got a sweet graphic from, uh, oh, I don't know, dazandservices.com. I don't know what that is. Dazen, but got the sweet graphic. Supposed to be dazone. But yeah, you know, people like to be cute these days. You can't just spell shit out. Yeah. Well, you can't get those types of URLs these days. Right. Well, there. All right. There it is. Mm-hmm. Let's right. start in the AFC. Why not? You got the, Chiefs with the bye week that they locked up in early December. Um, but you've got the the first matchup with the Bills and the Colts. And um the Bills made the playoffs last year, right? I think they did. And I think Josh Allen looked like trash. But Josh Allen looks a lot better this year. So I don't think that's gonna happen again. I know you're a big Phil Rivers fan. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this Bills-Colts matchup? Listen, I'm, I think that's probably the most intriguing matchup uh, on this side of, of you know, on the AFC side here for the wild card. Just because, I mean, that's a scrappy Colts team. They always have been scrappy. They've just been waiting to find that quarterback that kind of fits their mold out there. You know what I mean? And it's kind of weird how franchises kind of carry that tone even no matter who the coach is or who the the players are there's always kind of that kind of mentality that kind of still gets associated with them and they've just always been a scrappy team that just needed the right guy to get get them there and uh and i and i think Bill rivers is you know they're not you know the greatest you know team out there in the afc but they they're a team that can hang with you if you don't put them to bed early and Phil rivers can find ways to win games late so if if Buffalo doesn't come out and handle business early, I could definitely see, I could definitely see uh, this being not so favorable of a game for uh, Bills Mafia. Wow, I, I think the Bills are going to win. I think they they played good all season. Josh Allen's the real deal. Um, Stephon Diggs uh, he defense. Someone he likes playing football with, yeah. Yeah, I do like I do like the Colts though, but um, I, I just don't see the Bills losing this game to the Colts. The Colts are just a little too inconsistent for me. Yeah, they're my pick. I'm just saying, if the Bills stumble out of the gate, that that could be a very intriguing matchup. Is what you know. The other two games, uh, that the Steelers better watch their asses is all I'm saying. But oh, this could be games, a, yeah, totally an upset special here. The Browns super hyped. Baker Mayfield and the boys uh, going up against the Steelers again, consecutive weeks. And the um, Steelers lose like the last four games to finish the season or three. No, they beat the Browns last week. Oh, that's didn't right. they? Yeah, they did, they did. You're right. They did pull that out. That's right. With, with so. backups in too. The Steelers had a lot of backups in that game. So the Browns have their work cut out for them. Um, can they do it? Yeah, of course. Right. But, I don't see them beating the Steelers, even though I've been trashing the Steelers all season because I've been watching their games. They've been the most overrated team, even when they were 11 and 0. If you watch them play, they were not that good. They were getting the calls, they were getting the lucky uh, breaks. The Cowboys. 
Yeah, like, they barely beat a lot of teams. That game was a lot closer than it looked at the end. Like that, that was a much closer game than than the score said at the end. I mean, it was that. Yeah, I don't think that is that good of a team. So, uh, but also, I don't believe in the Browns still. So you know, what do you do there? Yeah. Um, hey, I love a good AFC North matchup in the in the playoffs too. Especially. Well, I know you love to watch the Steelers shit their bed. So that's I like, do like to watch the Steelers like, lose. That's equal to you of the of watching the Ravens or the Bucks win is is watching the Steelers shit the bet. So yeah, my heart's on the Browns. My money's on the Steelers, though. Yeah. Play, come playoff time, yeah, Big yeah. Ben, the clock's ticking oh, for yeah, Big that, Ben. Yeah, this is his um, guy, If you ask me, I really th- like. You're talking about my Ryan can be done. I think you're looking at very very close to the end of Roethlisberger's career as well. So. For sure. The problem with the Steelers is they can't freaking run the ball at all. And I don't know how you make it through the playoffs without running the ball. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't know either. But speaking about two teams that like to run the ball. Love to run the ball. A lot of people won't like to watch this Titans-Ravens game because it's running, it's defense. But I think this is by far going to be the game of the weekend. It's like the 1 p.m. Sunday game, uh, which does not do this game any justice. But... Uh, this is going to be a great game. It's a matchup uh, that's a rematch from last offseason when the Titans upset the Ravens, who had a bye last number one seed last year. Yep. Um, Ravens are not happy, but they got worked uh, by by um, Henry. So, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if that happens again. They're gonna like that's got to be their main game plan. Is they got to stop him. And the problem with stopping Henry is Tannehill can throw the ball like. Really? He's a good quarterback. I've always um, said that since his days at Miami. He got a raw deal down there. And uh, I've always I've been very like Titans, I could take him and leave him, but I've always been happy for him that he found a good fit there since he's, you know. Yeah. Season. The other thing about him is like he can run the ball too. Yes. And just having that like threat of, oh, he can run and easily pick up 10 yards if you give him 10 yards oh, yeah. is a dangerous thing. And he will. Is the other thing too. It's not just that he yeah. can. He does it regularly, sure. regularly enough that you got to keep an eye on him. Well, the quarterback on the other side of the field will definitely be running the ball. <laughs> we we know that it's the running game for the. Other um, game. but you know we'll see. Lamar Jackson in this will be his third year in the playoffs. Has not won a playoff game and has not looked good in any of those playoff games. Nope. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen this game i i, I think um i'm going to give the ravens an edge i am a ravens fan but i'm going to give them the edge just because that sweet taste of revenge uh sometimes can put these guys over the top you got to uh look at look at the lightning last year they went on almost a revenge tour in the playoffs for the the first half of the playoffs and and handed handled their business but this is going to be a tight game i think this is going to come down to the the final minutes of the fourth quarter and if you're going to watch one other game besides the bucks game um wake up uh hungover on sunday morning really late and uh watch this one at one o'clock yeah or at least like dvr it and then watch the first half during halftime and then you can watch you know what i'm saying like that's i like to do that for one o'clock games but nobody uh, nobody does that why see because because we like to tweet we like to tweet about our football around here at the sports bar. I like to watch my um, All right. So NFC, it's funny that the Packers are sitting there at the number one spot because you guys saw our Buccaneers 
destroy them earlier in the season. I don't know what that was all about. The Packers haven't looked that bad since. Uh, so they'll have to wait to see who plays them. Saints and Bears, I mean, this is a blowout. This is a, it's got blowout written all over it to me. Uh, yeah, that, that's not. It, this isn't even like. This is almost like this. The, like, how do you have two such such bad matchups in the, in one division or, or one conference? I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I don't even know if like the Seahawks and the Rams that should be a decent game. You know what I mean? Uh, but the other two NFC games are hardly worth watching, if you ask me. What, the Seahawks and Rams? Again, like, does They're anyone see the Rams beating the Seahawks? I guess. No, no, I mean. Well, I, I, I would give the Rams a chance. You know why? Because it comes back to, like, knowing that opponent being in the same division. Those games, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a, it's a divisional game. So, like, that game is worth watching. It's a divisional playoff game. Those were always fun. Um. But the other two games in the NFC, I, I mean, the, it's the Bucks. So yeah, we got to watch that because that's our team, and we want to see them. But I mean, if if you're not a fan of the Bucks or the Saints, those aren't really watchable games. But if you're a Bears fan, I don't know if you're even watching that game. <laughs> if Bears fans are, are shocked they're in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Again, Dolphins. There's there's a Dolphins fan out there somewhere crying, yeah. and yeah, that we're talking about the Bears and. Well, hey. uh, and uh, Washington here. In Washington. Well, hey, remember 10 years ago, it was 10 years ago that the Packers, or I'm sorry, that the, the Seahawks made it and the Packers made it with a 7-9 record and the Packers beat out the Bucks in a wild card because of some crazy weird-ass uh, tiebreaker. So the Bucks were a 10-win yep. team and didn't make the playoffs that year. And they were a good team and they were rolling. Yeah, they were 2010 and they were rolling. And... And they got screwed out of the playoffs at a seven and nine team. And of course, they did go on to beat the Saints and win the playoff game. The the but they that was it. But I mean, still, Bucks knows Bucks fans know how that is. So get over yourselves, Miami fans. Yeah, I mean, it happens every couple of years, right? But yeah, I mean, now that I really kind of look at this, like this side of the bracket looks like these three games could totally be blowouts. Oh yeah. Um, and watch, we'll probably be completely wrong. I, I really think these are the three games that I really want to watch. Obviously, I'm going to watch the Bucks game, but but the AFC games I think are going to be the most entertaining Much more ones. Watchable football for sure. And like I said, I the I think the game to watch early is Bills Colts. And if that, like I said, if the Bills don't get out to a lead early on and that stays close, that's the game to watch. Yeah, I could see that happening. We got Shane, Mr. Mr. Beamer, um, has a six-team parlay. We never really talk gambling. Twenties on there, Beamer, and twenties. <laughs> uh, Bills win by one to thirteen points. Seahawks win. Bucks win by fourteen plus. Titans win one to thirteen. Saints winning. Steelers. Um, it looks good to me, dude. I think, uh, like we just mentioned, that we we could see the Colts with an upset, um, and uh, I I think that Ravens Titans game will be pretty close. But other than that, you're going to be pretty solid there. But you never know. That's the thing about these wild card weekends is shit happens. Shit happens yeah. on on wild card weekend. And now it is. Did they they didn't call it this before? Super wild card weekend. Well, no, because right? before. There was only two or four, two games from each conference. Two now games, three. 
Yeah, two Saturday, two right. Sunday, and we got right. three Saturday, three Sunday. Oh, it's beautiful. We only have one bye week, one team with the bye now from each conference. It used to be two teams. The top two seeds got the bye week. So, yeah, now it is super wild card weekend because we got six games. And the best thing about it, all six of them are televised. No more of this, oh, you're stuck on watching one televised game for the week. If you're an NFL fan, you're screwed. Unless, hey, let's talk about it. That. You can only get every game unless you have Sunday ticket. Like I thought I thought all the playoff games were televised. No, that's what I'm saying. They all will be televised versus regular season when you only get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tony's back. Hey, Tony. It's been a while. Good to see you, man. Um, it was offensive pass interference by Winslow. Man, I totally forgot that guy existed in the well, end zone. Is he in jail now? <laughs> and then that was the se- that was the season that the Cowboys ended up losing because of the catch, right? The no catch was that the no catch season? No, that wasn't that wasn't ten years ago, was it? No, that wasn't ten years. ago. No, this was this was twenty ten. No, this was back when the. The pack went yeah, yeah, went in that. and made it instead of the Bucks, and then they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. Man, um, I don't oh, think the Bucks would have won the Super Bowl no, that no, year. About that, the, but the catch, the catch didn't was didn't count, and the, the Packers ended up making the Super Bowl or the playoffs instead, and they played the Seahawks, and it was the worst playoff game I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I, I, and I was still so, uh, yeah, I remember. That. I remember. But yeah, we're getting we're getting Mexico. Yeah, but, oh yeah. Right. Um, the yeah, you know that reminds me. There was a play. I don't know if you watched the whole Bucks game last weekend, but there was an interception that went in a Bucks player's hand. Um, he caught it like this, and then he goes down, and it hits the ground. Like, and his hands are kind of like this. He's got it kind of cradled, so it's almost like the ball didn't touch the ground, but like his hand and the ball momentum is clearly bouncing off the turf, and it bounces up. And it gets intercepted, and they call it an interception. And I was like, "The it like we don't know what a catch is still because like if if he if that ball bounces and somebody on the Bucks catches it, is it a catch? I mean, if he if he catches that ball or if he holds onto that ball and it still bounces like with momentum, like gravity works, uh, is it a catch? Usually, no, right? If, he, if so, you're saying okay. I think if he were to catch that ball again, they would have said incomplete. If he caught it, yeah. So if it bounced out of his hand and then he got possession again, they would have said incomplete pass. I agree. But so yeah, they I call it an interception. Though. It's an interception then. If another player caught it and then it would be, yeah, I agree with you. That's so weird to me because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, how can they call this? this? If they wouldn't have called it a catch, if he, if he retained ball, the possession after that ball bounced up and came back to his hand, if they called that a catch, then I don't know. Then I don't know. And this is why yeah. this, this and this is why this league is hard for me to watch. I'm excited about the playoffs, but I'm also there's a lot of trepidation for me because I'm so tired of this one finger to the hat of the quarterback, and that's a 15 yard penalty. I'm so tired of this. All you have to do is underthrow the ball and stop as a wide receiver, and that's a that's a spot foul. Like some of these rules really need to be addressed. There needs to be like the face mask rule, how it's like a five yard or a 15 yard. That rule needs to be changed for the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? If you if you hit the the head of the quarterback through follow through without any intent, that's a five yard penalty. It's whenever you're yeah. a, a physically like with intent or you know overly hitting the quarterback more with like more force, or whatever. 
that's 15 yards. But they need to change this rule immediately. It is ruining football just by because it's also inconsistent. It's also incredibly inconsistent, just like most of the other rules. I've seen plenty of games where it only gets called if it's incredibly egregious. And I've seen multiple games between with the Bucks and the Cowboys where their defenses have made really good plays. JPP happened to him twice in a game, I think, where he was making a play on the ball. And then the quarterback's momentum of throwing the ball moved his body and his hand came down and made her arm made contact with the side of the head inadvertently. And now this is a 15-yard penalty, which would have been a third down incompletion. It's not, you know what I mean? And it ended up being a touchdown drive anyways after, after that. So, like, it, it's happened so many times. It's hard for me to continue to watch this game. But that being said, it's playoffs. And everybody loves playoff football. And I can't wait for Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. So, um, uh, two days to go here. We got, we got to get through Friday. We got to get through tomorrow uh, first. Uh, and then the fun starts, I believe, at one o'clock on Saturday. I'm not sure who the that first game was. I just know the Bucks are are Saturday night. Um, probably that. And I'll be watching uh, here at uh, not the uh, Thunderdome. I think we're going to take it outside for Saturday. So Uh-oh. we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be cold. It's going to be kind of wet over the weekend, I believe. Is it? Well, then I will not be outside. Uh, maybe on the patio, though. I think it's supposed to kind of stop raining sometime tomorrow because we were going to go hit the links in the morning. Uh, me and the brother-in-law, but uh, weather pushed us to the middle of the week next week. But uh, that for me, that's better because I'll probably maybe try and go hunt down some wings. They've been sold out a lot of places around here since New Year's, but uh, maybe throw some wings on the Traeger, smoke up some wings tomorrow while I'm watching some foosball. Be good. Very nice. Very nice. <clears throat> All right. Tampa Bay Lightning. It, I'm like super excited about this. This is going to be a good week. The, the next oh. like... Ten days are going to be good because you've got Wild Card Weekend. You got the the Lightning coming back. Uh, by the way, you've got a, a really good national championship football game in the NCAA with Ohio State and Bama going at it yeah. again. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they always play for the national championship, but I guess it's been Clemson for the last couple of years. Um, uh, so. Really exciting, but the Bolts are back. We're going to take a look at their schedule, but before we do that, we had some awesome lightning news here. Yeah, We have a new play-by-play announcer. And actually, for people that don't know Dave Randorf, he is the guy that was doing a lot of calls for um, Hockey Night in Canada in previous years. So this is no slouch that they're bringing in. They're bringing in a legit broadcaster and if i think if anyone that like watches hockey a lot if you hear his voice here you're gonna recognize him because he was in canada like we didn't really hear him that often at all but like he's got a great play-by-play voice and actually way more exciting than rick peckham i I love rick peckham not not knocking him at all but like this guy's voice is like way more exciting um and he's really good at so i'll give you a little taste hopefully i've got the sound kind of on here because it's gonna be a good matchup too i think it's gonna be good pairing Move the puck. Louis Erickson to Pedersen. Here's Elias Pedersen. He shoots. Scores. His first goal in the NHL. So I know Peckham gets excited too for goals and and plays, but like I think uh, I'm really happy. I, I know we were on here last week on We the Thunder talking about Kevin Weeks being in town for whatever reason, and yeah. maybe it was for interviews for this but it was not kevin weeks and kevin weeks never he's not a play-by-play guy he's more of a commentator 
Yeah. Um, so I guess it makes sense that uh, he did not get the job, but I'm super excited to uh, hear the new announcers. And as the stash alluded to earlier in the show, we will be watching because we won't, us two will not be at that arena. I'll definitely be hearing uh, Dave, uh, Dan called, called a new play by play because, you know, again, I'm on, I got Fox. So, but no, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, God, we're, we're, we're a week away. We're a week away from the next less than hockey season. <laughs> and this season we get to go out or, you know, parade ourselves around as champs. Yes. Um, you know, we got to soak all that in okay. and it's going to be a really co- good season. You know, we talked about if you guys came on, we kind of subbed in We the Thunder last week. And, and guess what? We're going to do it next week, too. We're going to we're going to do a postgame show after the sure. game next Wednesday. Postgame show. Chicago. It's going to be a little bit late. It's 8 p.m. start. So it's going to be a little bit of late show. But I think what I'm also going to do is I think I'm also going to set up a watch party because I know so many of us can't get into the arena if i can figure out how i'm going to watch the game what i'm going to do is i'm not going to broadcast it but i'll post to come join my zoom meeting and i will broadcast the game from my zoom it won't be broadcasted out to the internet so we'll have kind of like a true like zoom watch party so look for that because i think i'm definitely going to do that because i'm going to be glued to host it and use my stream so yeah so I'm going to be glued to the TV there against Chicago, uh, kicking it off on NBC. Um, so we're not even going to get the new commentator for the first game, are we? <laughs> um, but yeah, we and, and this is what you'll see. We kind of went over the schedule a little bit, but we're going to break it down a little bit more. This is what I figured we would see is kind of like these clusters where you're going to play teams back to back. And you know what that's going to do? We're going to see a increase in fights this season and by the way sorry about this foot i don't know what this ad is for over here well that's disgusting <laughs> um <laughs> like little lightning bolts they are little lightning bolts <laughs> but it looks like it just looks like a mangled bloody foot right on for that are listening and not watching and can't see the schedule that's and the screenshot that we're sharing uh it is an ad for something about foot pain Oh, actually, neuropathy, which is crazy because I just found out that my mother has neuropathy in her left foot. But uh, I'll, I'll send you the link later. <laughs> Ooh, please. Uh, it's one of these like Google ads, yeah, like not a, not probably a very good link. Though, so it's I, so weird. I've never even seen an ad for neuropathy. And then I just found out like hours before, like just a few hours ago, my mom told me those the results of talking to her doctor. So that's really well, call her now. Tell her you shoot lightning bolts in your foot and you're fine. Well, that's what it feels like. No, that's what it feels oh. <laughs> like. It feels like you have lightning bolts in your foot. Oh, like, gosh. That it feels like nuts. your foot is part of We the Thunder. Yikes. Um, all right. So, yeah, I, I really think that these kind of like back-to-back games, and they're not really back-to-back. They're spread out are really going to mean more like just bad blood between these teams. And I think the thing that maybe offsets that a little bit is we play against the Chicago and a Dallas who are traditionally on the, in the West and we don't see them more than once or twice a year. So maybe that offsets it a little bit, but like, man, when we end up playing Florida three times in a row, you don't think there's going to be a fight in those games. Yeah. But also, you know, I'll tell you what though, there is some kind of history with Chicago. There's history. with God. Yeah. You know, the last few times we were in the Stanley cup finals, that's who we played. Yeah, that's teams. awesome. So I think that's pretty dope. Like, no, we aren't starting out against the the stars who we just beat. We're starting out against a team that we lost to. You want to talk about? We're talking about an, a, a comeback, uh, 
tour to really shed the demons, right? Like, let's go ahead and go back to back. And we start out our season by beating Chicago, who took the took the cup from us in 15, 16, you know? Like, that's that's cool to me. I'm into those kind of things. Yeah. Well, they are not the same Chicago team, but, you know, I love how this is kind of shaping up where we get to play a couple games against them. We get to go back to Dallas, or I guess they're coming to see us first here in Tampa. Yeah. Um, they get their chance at a little redemption uh for for losing that cup so you know there's not going to be too many hugs in that game um but i'm excited man i i really think the the lightning like with what jbb has pulled off with the unfortunate injury of cooch being one of the things that made this all possible but like the roster's intact man the roster's yeah. intact and i think what a lot of people need to remember is kucherov's going to come back for the playoffs so while tyler johnson is still on the roster now Somebody's gonna go. Somebody's gonna go during the season. Somebody with well, a, a salary, or else you're gonna sit cooch during the playoffs. Which, well, that's not you know. gonna happen. Um, yeah, but I, I don't listen. It all depends on how it goes to these fifty-two games, right? Is that what it is? Fifty-two, fifty-six. Uh, I don't even remember. Yeah, I think it's fifty something. It's fifty something. These fifty something games. Look now, you know, we, we, there's there's a few guys out there locally that are riding and they're speculating that that Johnson's going to get buried in the lineup and the rotation. I don't understand how you do that. You know, no, they're saying that he hasn't been good. You, there's so many things you could say, this and that, man. This is an opportunity to give the kid one last go and see if he really has it in this league. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Sure. They, they, I don't look. Okay. So here's Tony. Tony makes this comment and I just want to, you know, my bolts are on the line. Uh, I understand the salary caps, but we lost some solid rotation players. Still concerned with Tyler Johnson being hung out to dry. And now with Cooch out, they really need him. TJ went unwanted and now prove his worth for next season on a team that did everything to move him. Now this, I don't think you can have bad blood if you're Tyler Johnson because you understand the situation. The writing's been on the wall for him for a couple of seasons anyways. And I think if there's anybody that's going to be primed to show hey i still have it it's going to be tyler and i think if there's a guy that's going to give him an opportunity it's going to be cooper you know what i'm saying so i still see him getting top six minutes at least to start the season you know we yeah talked about this last week i really see tyler johnson being on that second that line where he was last season for a lot of the time with with uh sorelli and and killer you know and i see both killer and johnson whose names were heavily mentioned and trying to clear cap space I don't see either one of those guys being offended. I see both of those guys seeing this as an opportunity to come back and just stay with their brothers, stay with the family that they won the cup with last year and try and come back and win it again and prove that these guys are worth the money that they're getting paid. You know? Yeah, totally. And and you know what? The the Bolts management coaching, they they want these guys to do well because they want to win games. Right. And like I said, one of these guys is going to get unloaded. One yeah. of them is going to go because you're not going to – you're not going to keep a uh, all-world player like Kucherov um, out during the playoffs, like in, unless maybe he, you know, has a setback and isn't injured or stays injured. But um, uh, you know, with his injury, we've had Point had it. We've had, uh, we've seen like uh, who else had that uh, hip surgery? Somebody else on the roster had the same hip, hip surgery. Gord, it was Gord. Gord. Yeah, it was Gord. That's right, that's right. So we know these guys can come back from it, and we know it's not like a super long term thing. So hopefully, there's no kind of setbacks. Like, with well, imagine, it. imagine this, imagine this, Cooch, 
supposed to be ready, has a setback, can't come back in the first round. Second round, oh man, still can't come back. Then finally, in the in the finals, he's ready to play, comes out, plays one shift, scores a goal, then hurts himself can, and can't play anymore. What if he pulls a stammer? That could never happen. <laughs> how how could it not? Man, like, <laughs> how are you afraid to dream like that? I'm not afraid to dream of that. Like, I would never want – listen, I'm not trying to say we need to play the, the playoffs without Cooch at all. <laughs> not even close. I want to put that out there in the world. But, come on. Like, that would be some incredibly magical – like, I don't even know how, to, how I would feel or how you could describe this situation if there was a similar – scenario where Cooch struggled to get back because of the shortness of the season and maybe he had one small you know what I mean like how how do you repeat that storyline but there's a possibility that it could I guess there's yeah a, you're right there's a chance yeah there's a chance but there's a chance yeah I'm I'm really like I really can't wait to watch this team play on Wednesday because I want to see how they play without Cooch. I, I think they're going to miss. I really think they're going to miss him so much. I really do because he had his hand in so many of those goals, not necessarily scoring them, but all those assists he had, especially in the playoffs where he was just on fire with dishing out passes to people with basically Samkos on a new mission this year. I really do. I really do. Based on some of the things Hedy's been saying on social media and in interviews and some of the positive things we're hearing from Cooper about Stammer, uh, if he's at his new hunter, whatever his, because I, I mean, after a couple of things he's faced, he'll never be um, 100% like he was like four years ago or whatever, five years ago. But if he's at his new 100% this season and he's back on that line with Point and Palat, those guys have played together before, and those guys are really freaking dynamic. So, and and again, you know, it was like we talked about last week too. If we if if Sorelli and Killer can build on that chemistry that we really started seeing develop late in the season and in the playoffs last year, you're still looking at two of the best top two lines in the NHL, even without Cooch. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I want to. I want to see if if the st- scoring takes a dip at all. And yeah, uh, the other and thing I'm really excited about. I'm on record is... saying wait for the trade deadline. And I think there still needs to be a move there to kind of prepare for next season. And don't be surprised if it's Yanni that you see maybe get moved somewhere somehow. You know what I mean? I, I really yeah. Production. The the scoring production just doesn't match the contract for him. Right. He's kind of like a third, fourth round guy that you want on your team for sure. But at at that hit, at that cap number, which is what like for him like five 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 I think in front of me. But it's it's yeah. not like a fourth five. round guy, right? Killer makes and everyone top thinks six. it's okay for Gord to get paid that, and Killer isn't okay to get paid four and a half. And I don't understand because Gord isn't a top six guy, and Killer definitely is. So, anyways. Yeah, Tony is asking if Volkov was worth the signing. I don't, I haven't seen him play enough, but that's one thing I want to see some of these younger guys start to play because oh, I play. think we have talent that we play. could bring up, and then it's not going to make us as worried uh, about losing, um, you know, a Johnson, a Gord, a 
Killor uh, uh, t- potentially. So right. I want to see some of these guys, and I'm hoping that some of them get a chance to play. I mean, it's still a log oh, jam. Good in his forward in playoffs, especially in in the finals. Like I, I think he had good minutes. He played well when he needed to. Um, not often though. He didn't play often. No, he didn't play a lot, but he did play. He played well. I, I he, did. he played he in the Stanley Cup too. I know he's worth worth signing. Um, and sharing the affiliate. Uh, we're sharing the crunch with the Panthers. Uh, I mean, it's it's not as cut and dry as it sounds. There's a lot of other things that go in into that. But it's really well, development. So the the Panthers team kind of like folded for the season. Not right. like forever, but like they're not playing this season. So right. the Lightning are kind of doing them a favor, it seems like, um, with uh, sharing it. So, you know, it is what it is. Now the Panthers owe us, so maybe they'll take one of our contracts off our hands eventually. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe we can ship Gord down to them. <laughs> no, I don't want to see Gord uh, that many times a year. By the way, look, we end off the season with four games, or sorry, three games against the Panthers – and two against Detroit. So we okay. end with a pretty favorable schedule. By the way, it looks like on my birthday, we play a 3 p.m. hockey game, which is actually not a playoff game. Usually we will sometimes get a playoff game on my birthday. So I'm excited. And a 3 p.m. game is kind of a weird one, too. Most of these games, by the way, are, are 7 o'clock, some 8 o'clock sprinkled in there because we're playing against central teams. We're in the central division now. Yeah. Um, which by the way, they, they we are in the discovery central division. I was kind of going back and forth with someone on Twitter about like complaining about all the sponsorships and stuff that the, the NHL are doing with sponsoring. Like you can get sponsors on your helmet. Now you can get yeah. sponsors for the divisions that they're having. Well, guess what? They're they trying to money. make money. Yeah, they're trying <laughs> like, to put on a fucking program here, man. What the fuck? You can only have 25% of the people in your stadium yeah, means dude. you only sell 25% of the beer. You only have 25% of the revenue from tickets. You only have 25% of the whatever else you're making money off of. It's going to put me on I mean, soapbox shooter. I'm telling you. It's, it's like not... It's not like we're the Premier League and, yeah. you know, we're making... Uh, millions of dollars and like our main logo is like you know yeah southwest airlines right um so i mean you're good with these season ticket members they're like oh i'm not gonna get tickets i'm a listen being a season ticket member isn't about just going to all the games it's about investing in the franchise if you buy season tickets you're not just a fan you're almost kind of a shareholder in the franchise. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. So if you aren't willing to support this team when they need you, they they need that money to be able to pay their players. Whether you're in the seat or not, they need to be able to put on a, pro, a product for you. If you want the, this league to not fold in the offseason or in the interim, they still need your season ticket numbers. They still need that money to be able to pay the what staff is there, to be able to cleaning process and all this other thing, and to get the test of having a certain amount of fans in the stands. I wouldn't be surprised by midseason if they aren't even able to go up to like 30% capacity, maybe even 40% capacity, depending on how it all works. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just, to me, it's like, you, you support this team, support this team. I've got... I don't want to talk about how much money I spend in schwack. Okay. Maybe I'm not a season ticket member, but I go to plenty of games. I spend all my money in that arena and the amount of swag. And by the way, I got to show you guys real quick. I got my new favorite bobblehead. Thunderbug bobblehead. 
listen, this dude is so legit. I can't even tell you. If you guys get the opportunity to get the Stanley Cup Thunderbug bobblehead, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. But that's Hold how on, I support the team. That's why I buy in. Because look, these bobbleheads, NFLPA or NHLPA and NHL. So the players are getting reimbursed for these too. You know, this is how we support the league by buying season tickets, by buying merchandise, by doing all these things, by paying for the subscription. There you go. Boom. Stammer this is socks. my socks. <laughs> I just took off oh, my socks. Sure. socks. Like this is yeah. what I'm talking about. This is how you support the team when they need you. You were there. You listen. What did they do? That team was in the dregs. That team was terrible to watch. That was a that was terrible hockey. It was a terrible product. Vinnick came in, invested his time, his money, his effort, not just in our team, but in our community, in our city. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this show between the two of us and our other co-hosts and whatnot. You have got to understand that this isn't a common thing. This Every league is struggling with this. Every league that's professional is trying to figure out how to make it work with limited fans, with limited revenue, all this stuff. I just... You just got to understand that this isn't the normal. And so you've got to do your best to ride the tide, support your team, and be there for them when you need them because they've been there for us over the last 10 years. That's for sure. Well said. So, yeah, everyone's going to have to deal with, you know, another weird, weird season. I guess we didn't have a whole weird season last season, but this is going to be a different season um, you know, I'm not that happy that I'm not going to be able to go. I don't know if I'm going to go to any games. <laughs> I really don't like I want to try to get tickets that are that go on sale on Saturday morning for the general public. And I'm going to wait in line like everyone else and see what happens. But, you know, if anyone out there wants to throw me some tickets, my email is uh, shooterstashpod at gmail.com. <laughs> and I know nobody is sending us tickets. <laughs> so we'll stop that right now. Right. Well, um, especially me. <laughs> Speaking of, and by the way, uh, Bolts fans, we're going to do, um, I mentioned earlier, but you guys might not have been here for that. We're going to do a We the Thunder post-game show after the season opener next Wednesday. So no sports bar next week. We'll give away um, an eight-pack of some lightning, Bud Light, or Bud Lightning. Yeah, we're going to give out some Bud Lightning for sure uh, on the post-game show. And then I'm also going to set up a watch party on Zoom. So if anyone wants to watch the game um, on their devices and uh, chit chat about what they see, I'm going to broadcast it through Zoom, not through the uh, social media sites. We can't do that. So that's the plan. And that's next Wednesday. So it kind of collides with when this show's normally on. So that is the plan. Uh, Tomas, uh, the schoolie, is going to be at the game, of course, because you know that guy just like sneaks in the cracks wherever he can, uh, like a like a little lightning cockroach. Uh, he's gonna he's in there, uh, and uh, and um, he's gonna join us afterwards. From I don't know if he's he, who knows where he'll either be on the plaza or he'll be driving home. So he'll give us the scoop on everything inside the arena. But I can tell you what it's like. Inside Uh-oh. Amelie Arena for a sporting event that only has a certain capacity. And I'll tell you right now, I freaking love it. <laughs> Going to one of the, I don't know if anyone's been to a Bucks game or been to any uh, sporting events that, or maybe a Raptors game where, um, you know, it's not full capacity. It's just like, I, I don't, I know the Lightning's, I think 25%. I'm not sure what exactly the Raptors was, but going to the Raptors game was awesome 
it's basically like you have your own row there. You can stretch out as much as you want. Um, I had some really good seats for the Raptors game. Actually, when I bought the Raptors tickets, I got um, the best seats I could get. We're upper level, up by the Oregon, like way up there. And Monday came around and I totally forgot I had tickets for Monday. I got, I checked my email um, like probably around noon and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to go to a basketball game tonight. So I immediately was like, shoot, I can't, like I'm, I've got my kids. I've got to work till five or six. I'm not going to be able to go. So I just post them on resale. I just like post them up there. Want to just get my money back. Um, they end up not selling. So at like four o'clock I go back and I'm like, oh crap. I guess I should try to go to the game. So I call Carly and she's like, oh, yeah, I can be home by six games at 730. No problem. I can definitely make it. Um, so I ended up calling uh, our buddy Jeff and trying to drag him out. And he was able to go, which was the first shock of the night. So he ended up coming with me as he as he comes to my house. We get in the car and I'm like, oh, shoot, I still have these tickets up for sale. And <laughs> And I'm literally at a stoplight and I'm looking and I check my email five app. minutes earlier, the tickets sold. Uh, um, so I'm like, all right, well, we're heading to the arena, but we don't have tickets. <laughs> so we end up getting there and we go to the box office. And by the way, you know, no traffic because the games, right. there's not many people going to the game. Awesome. Uh, parking, not an issue. Uh, it's, there's just, it's like, it's like a, I'm going to a small event, you know, cause there's just not that many people around. Um, so we go in, uh, we don't wait in line at all for the ticket office. Uh, and luckily we go and grab some tickets, which I don't understand why I couldn't have bought these tickets when I was trying to buy them the first time around when they first went on sale. That's, that's one of the mysteries with these stadiums that, uh, you know what? I'll find out why they do that. I've got some connections. I'm going to find out why they do this. Because I know even for Lightning games right now, like Please. you're seeing like little blocks be released of tickets yeah. Yeah. Um, for season ticket members only right now. Right. Um, but anyway, I get there. We end up they getting like do that. They always have only a certain percentage that you can only get at the box office. Like it's not a lot. Is it they because I was at the box office? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because we were looking on the way, and it's like, it's looking grim, and I don't want to overpay for resale tickets. Um, but anyway, I end up getting these awesome seats and end up paying a little bit more, um, almost as close as you can get, because they have basically the first, It's first of all, it's basketball, so you have a smaller court than a ice hockey rink, and then you have... Um, the first, like, you know, whatever it is, five, ten rows kind of blocked off. Nobody can sit in those anyway, even though you're still really far from the, uh, the actual court. Yeah, especially Just here. safety, I guess. Uh, so I'm in the corner, which isn't ideal, but I looked. They had they, they had some, like, on the, in the um, side that were, like, that were, like, way more. And I was like, all right, corner sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't need to be that close to these guys. Um but anyway, it it was awesome. Like I like a full stadium, obviously, and the atmosphere, and it was not that. But just being able to, you know, it was more quiet, and it was just like you get to stretch out. You're not all crowded in there. I thought it was really cool to go to one of these games. So anyone that's going to a Lightning game, you're lucky. Enjoy it, because um, you, know, you know that. You're telling me though, I might have to pony up for a Bolts game because I'm definitely gonna go. Like I know it's like I'm getting there. I got to go 
get some tickets. I need to hit some Raptors games up. But I might have to put in for a Bolts game if I can get low enough that, like, they could actually hear me now while they're playing. Like, because you know I'm loud as it is. But, like, there's fewer fans. And I oh, they can hear you for sure. 100%, guys. dude. It's like, weird. That's, that's cool. And I don't know. I see Bryce. Bryce is a big uh, NBA Tampa Bay guy. I don't know. Like, for the Raptors, Bryce, do you know um, how many, uh, what, like, what the percentage of people they let in is the same as the Lightning, 25%? 3,000, I know. And he said it earlier in this con. Oh, did he? Oh, oh, there it is. Only allowed 3,000. So the Lightning, I want to say the Lightning are doing more than that then. For 25%, 25% of 20,000, I round up 5,000. So they'll have more. But still, you can, they will hear you if you yell. 100%. It, it is, it's a really cool experience. So, um, yeah, again, I'll try to go to a Lightning game for sure. We'll have to do just for that. Like you and me. We'll have to, yeah, like lot the pony up and find one one game this season if we even have to go on like second hand tick roker or whatever we'll have to maybe do one yeah i'm i'm in because it's it's not going to be like this um you know next year when this place can get filled up it's going to be filled up uh so it's it's a really cool uh experience and yeah i went to the celtics game uh it did seem like it was full capacity if they were only letting 3000 people in it seemed like it was full it was like you know they have only like certain places where people can sit and you can't even pull down the seat in the seats that you can't sit in because we were going to like pull a a seinfeld we're going to do the whole buffer zone and like hey why not spread out a little bit instead of being right next to each other and uh you couldn't even do that which was fine remember that's how they had it at uh at ray j when we went for the cup celebration Oh, yeah, true. Like, yeah. Where you had to sit in the, every seat that wasn't there was like strapped down or whatever. So, so yeah. Yeah. But as far as the game, I thought it was awesome. Um, you know, I, it felt like I was at a Toronto Raptors game in Tampa. Um, the Raptors, they, they lost the game. They did not play well. They actually started the game really well. They, they went off to like, they went off at the beginning. They got like, right away a 15 point lead they they just went off uh van fleet scored probably about 15 points in the first like five minutes of the game like he he went off in the first five minutes but um it was uh it was the celtics that like just took off they took a timeout and ever since that timeout like they took the game over i think they ended up winning by like 20 something or at, at one point they were up by 20 25 in the fourth quarter so it was not that close of a game. And so far this season, the Raptors have struggled a little bit. And I, I don't know if that has anything to do with, you know, being a home away from home. But so far, they are not the same team that uh, we saw last year uh, or the year before, obviously. Um, but they're still a good team. I mean, it was it. I mean, if you haven't been to an NBA game, you got a really good chance to do it this season. And especially like, you know, having the the leg room, like I said, and the elbow room and, you know, not being too crowded. It's just a different, cool experience. Go do it. It's cool to watch these guys play. Um, They're so good at basketball. Imagine that. They're professional basketball players. They're so good at basketball. It's like they barely miss. Um, But it's it's um something something that everybody should go do. If you haven't gone and seen uh, an NBA game in person, go do it. Go do it. They're probably playing this weekend. So 
go check that out. Price is kind of alluding here. It looks like in the chat, they're actually talking about expansion now in the NBA. I still don't think it's going to happen here, man. I think we're too close to Orlando, just like location wise that I, I think that kind of would put us out of the running. Um, you know, not to mention you got Miami five hours south of us, but Hey, there's always hope. I would, I would love it. I would love it. Oh, if that happened. The viability of like moving Orlando to Tampa. I don't know. That's not going to happen. The NBA enough, but yeah, I don't um, actually it was funny. We were talking about, we were there, like how cool it would be if there was a team here and we were like, damn, they the they have the perfect name, but it's already taken in the NBA. Could you imagine if we had the Tampa Bay Thunder and the Tampa Bay Lightning playing in the same arena? But there's already a Oklahoma City Thunder, so um, that's why I'm not too big on uh, Tampa getting a team anymore because that's the only name I would want. <laughs> Unless OKC wants to move here, I just think that would be awesome. If we had the Thunder and the Lightning in one building, that'd be crazy. We'd have to have Sean William Scott as our like official. Um, celebrity <laughs> spokesperson, the Tropics. Yeah. No, we all know go. that one. That's from Jackie Moon. Uh, Jackie Moon. Um, but yeah, definitely go check out one of these Raptors games. I mean, I might try to go to another one, but you know, my my money is gonna try to get one of these Lightning tickets before I go to another Raptors game, just because. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've only got lightning socks on my feet. I've got a lightning cup here. There's a flag right there. There's lightning artwork right there. There, there. <laughs> my arm reach. Yeah, dude. Let's. Not I'm bought in. I'm bought into the team. <laughs> Too bad they're not bought into me. Still haven't got a single like ever from the Tampa Bay Lightning. But you know, got, I'm, I'm already bad. You guys can see. You got the minis. Yeah, you have set those up somewhere where we can view those. At least for We the Thunder. Who uh, who are those? People say my characters suck. Like bobbleheads are not that accurate. Oh, I just dropped a stick. But yeah, cool. You know, it'd be even cooler if you could play that um, keyboard during the show. <laughs> I need to start doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I when I, I, I just need to start putting my sound effects on here and just like when I switch to the different segments, I think you should have right. like some sort of like dun, 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 dun. actually like, we got organ player for the <laughs> yes. Well, we got our buddy. Uh, we got our buddy Drew that like made us made us a couple like sound clips. Well, and those actually work. A theme song, yeah. Yeah, we do need um we'll take any uh theme songs, anything like that. Um, I do have some news coming out for animation. Somebody has contacted me about getting some uh animations going, and uh I think that's gonna happen probably pretty soon here. So more to come on that. It'll be uh with some familiar faces. It might not be big time for once, huh? It just might be. We might be we might not be getting big time for once. Yeah, it's uh it's a opportunity that I, I think might uh be a good idea as kind of the next thing because I don't really know exactly where we're going yet with animation. So uh anyway, more to come on that, but definitely uh join us next week, watch party, yes. and then uh a We the Thunder. We're gonna break it down, talk all things bolts with Schoolie, who will give us the rundown of everything that happened at the game uh for all of us that weren't there in person. But uh, that's it for me. I don't know if you got anything else, Stash. Oh, man, I was just thinking, depending on how Saturday goes, I might try and wrangle you in for a post-game Bucks playoff show, too, depending on how it all Oh, goes. gosh, there's going to be – you know how many bo- post-game Bucks shows there are going to be? 
matter. It'll be like the fireworks on my neighborhood for New Year's Eve. The more, the better. They'll never end. <laughs> um, um, I'm not against it. I'm not against it because I will be glued to the TV for the first Bucks playoff game in 13 years. Crazy. Hey man, it might be. It might not be another 13 years until they make it back. So, it's must see, must see TV. I agree completely. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. We got Super Wildcard Weekend. We got Bucks playoff football. We're less than seven days away from the NHL restarting their season, which not only means lightning hockey, but that means professional hockey, uh, which is my favorite thing to watch in all of the world of sports. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things to be sad about yesterday. A lot of things to be glad about today. That's all I got to say. Yeah. We're moving forward. We're moving right. forward as right. as a nation in a Bay Area. Sure. Uh, let me let me just share this so you can get a, a good laugh. A little uh, Deadpool, who, by the way, he's the guy that used to dress up as um, Deadpool in, in like right. blue and lightning colors and, and go to games and stuff. Uh, pretty funny follow on, on Twitter. He posted this of, you know, Chappelle, the old character, the old crackhead character about y'all got any more of them lightning tickets? I think we all feel like that right now. And then I went way back to another Chappelle, old school Chappelle, which wasn't yeah. him. It was Bob Saget back in, um, what was that? Half-baked. Half-baked. You ever suck dick for Bolts tickets? And then I just no. got some funny oh, like retweets of this. Times are tough. Games are slim. <laughs> and then another <laughs> one that just came in. Someone get this man a stimulus check. <laughs> it's not that. I I would pay. I would pay good money if I could get lightning tickets, but they're they're tough to come by, man. I can't like I can't even put my money out there to to get them right now. So um it is what it is i'll get i'll get in that stadium i'll uh i'll have schoolie uh sneak me in through what, his, uh, man, i might be getting on the horn with some reps and seeing about getting in line for season tickets in general going forward because I, I, there's a good chance a lot of these stms might be bailing you know what i mean if they don't get a chance to get their tickets this season i hear a lot of crybabies out there so if you want to give up your season tickets that's cool. I'm, I, I was going to wait a little bit while, maybe not jump in the bin. You know, I know I was going to see if I can finagle someone to give me one of their, you know, let me buy one of their tickets here in the next year or two. But, man, if so when people are unhappy and they're going to give up their tickets, maybe I will go ahead and get in the queue. Uh, maybe it'll drop by a couple thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah, you should. I would um, I would love to get both season tickets. I just know I wouldn't go to that many games. Um, yeah, I was a year short, and then we moved up here. And by the time once we moved up here, I was definitely too. It was a waiting list by the time we moved up here. So, yeah, but you know, anyone out there and um, that is a season ticket member that is going to be selling any of their tickets, like, hey, let us know. We definitely want to get in there. Chera. All right, so let's uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Um, yeah. You got anything else? You said your piece, I think did cool let's uh let's reconvene next wednesday night until then go bucks baby
Gracias.